Are you thinking about going out this weekend? Are you thinking about messing around and finding out? Well, when you do mess around and find out, you may end up in jail, whether it be Hines County, Rankin County, Madison County, or any of the little towns in between. And if you do, hey, look, I have a long and glorious history of messing around and finding out. And I wish I'd had a bail bondsman like Liberty Bell Bonds. If you end up in jail this weekend, get out of jail by calling 601-825-1077. That's Liberty Bell Bonds serving Jackson and all surrounding areas. So if you mess around and you find out, call Liberty Bell Bonds and they'll bond you out. 601-825-1077. Hi, welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. This segment is going to be brought to you by our good friends over at A1 Gear and Auto. Get over to A1 Gear and Auto today for all of your automotive repair needs. Located right there on 49 South in Florence, Mississippi. Whether you got a check engine light on, brakes not brakes are squeaking, air not blowing cold, whatever the case may be. It's a good chance A1 Gear and Auto can knock it right out for you. But they really specialize in what they've been the leader in the industry here locally in for 15 plus years is your ring and pinion. And I tell you all the time. You know, you may be like, well, ain't nothing wrong with my ring and pinion, Clay. It's just fine. It ain't roaring. It don't feel like there's any slack back there. But hey, have you put some brand new big wheels and tires on your new Jeep with the rubber duckies on the dash? Have you gone and jacked up or squatted your new truck, put them big wheels and tires on it? You need to get your ring and pinion uh, upgraded to offset the power you're losing from those new big wheels and tires on that new Jeep, truck, etc. And they can take care of all that for you right there at A1 Gear and Auto. Your four-wheel drive not working? Swing by A1 Gear and Auto. Let them check it out, see what's going on. About to be hunting season. I know it's hard to think about it. It's 90 degrees outside, close to 100. It's going to be hunting season before long. Don't be the guy whose four-wheel drive don't work. Get it on over there to A1 Gear and Auto today and let them take care of it. Like I said, uh, no less than three times in the last 30 days, I've had a vehicle over there getting something done for one kid or another. Uh, Got something of my own I got to get worked on too. So that's who, that's who I trust for my family, my kids, my parents. So get over there. You can use them too. A1 Gear and Auto right there on Highway 49 in Florence, Mississippi. If you're going south, they're on the right. Big white building, big red sign. All right. Um, so I watched, it's taken me two weeks, but I finally finished it up over the weekend after falling asleep watching it Friday night. I wasn't asleep. I was just resting my eyes. <laughs> there's a there's a there's a new series on Netflix called Painkiller, and it came highly recommended by a bunch of you guys actually. And it's about Purdue Pharma and how they got OxyContin to market in America, and how they marketed OxyContin in America to doctors, etc. They use hot chicks to coerce doctors. I mean, that's, that's what the documentary would have you believe. That's the only way they were able to do this is with hot chicks talking doctors into writing opioids. And, you know, look, all that aside, and then I watched some YouTube videos last night with one of their former salesmen of the year who was not a hot chick. He was a male who's now uh, a daily user of OxyContin-type medicine. I don't know if they still even make OxyContin, but of... Uh, he takes, you know, daily pain medicine, opioids. He's not an addict. You know, he's, he does it for legit pain management. 
like the overwhelming majority of people who are on opioids that don't abuse them. Uh, you know, I don't know what the numbers are. I guess I could have, should have Googled that during the break. I think it's only it's, it's, a, it's a small percentage of the people who are actually addicts that take opioids. Now, you may be addicted, but if you're not abusing your prescription, I don't know if that would necessarily mean you were an addict. To me, my idea of an addict is somebody who takes it nonstop, doesn't have any discipline, and does more than what they're supposed to take. It takes more than what they're supposed to take. If you get 90 a month, that's three a day, and you're out here taking six a day, well, you're an addict. Anyway, <clears throat> of course, there were tons of hearings and all on all, on all this. This is re- relatively recent history, so a lot of you guys should remember this. But long story short, they reached a settlement where I think they pay $6 billion dollars Let's see here. It's that the, the the bankruptcy settlement's actually being questioned, but it's uh Purdue's owner Purdue's owners under the settlement would receive immunity in exchange for paying six billion to settle thousands of lawsuits filed by states, hospitals, people who became addicted, and others who have sued the Stanford, Connecticut based company over its misleading marketing of the powerful pain medication, Oxycontin. Well the Biden administration has paused its it's bankruptcy requests. Well, I said, I'm sorry. The U.S. Supreme Court halts Purdue Pharma's bankruptcy settlement pending a review at the request of the Biden administration. I don't know how I feel about this. I'm just going to be honest. I'm conflicted. We Obviously, there was an opioid epidemic. We had a real opioid problem. Now we have a much larger problem with fentanyl. And uh, I, I think Trump's attack on opioids... While I thought it came, I thought it was it came from it was well intentioned, but the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Now you've created the black market gone black market. Now you've created a black market with fentanyl, because you made it impossible for people to get pain medicine from their doctors. Uh, as far as the oxycontin thing goes. Was Purdue Pharma in the wrong? I, I get, yeah, yeah. I mean, they obviously, you know, if you if you believe the documentary, word for word, they're obviously evil, rich white men. <laughs> that aside, they bought off the FDA basically, and then the government settled a weak case with them. I mean, the government had a strong case against them, and they made a settlement. They really made nobody happy but the Purdue Pharma folks. And they honestly, had Purdue not been so hard-headed, they could have got out of it a lot cheaper early on. But the day it went to court, they came up with a settlement at the trial date, on the day one of the trial. Um, I think the government is just as responsible for the opioid epidemic as Purdue. I think the doctors are just as responsible. If I, I honestly, I'm gonna put this one on the on, on, on the on the medical community's doorstep. After watching this, if I'm to believe everything that that documentary laid out, at the end of the day, the doctors could have still said no. They didn't, you know. They started writing stronger and stronger and stronger, and there were some smart doctors that knew that not to do this stuff. 
Look, and I'm telling you, this is a guy who I, I never took an Oxycontin in my life, but I had my fair share of a. I was prescribed, you know, painkillers for a long time because of my back. And finally, just one day, I just remember sitting in the doctor's office, and I was looking around. I've told this story and when I do my testimonial Tuesday shows here and there. I just remember sitting around the doctor's office after three, four years of taking ninety Norco's a month from a. I was in a wreck and I have a bulge disc. I just remember sitting around. I was doing this little chart, a bunch of smiley faces on it to, or, or frown faces to distinguish your levels of pain. And I was just looking around at all these decrepit, sickly-looking people. I hate to sound rude like that, but it just is what it is. And I said to myself, I'm not, I'm not this. this. This ain't me. I'm not decrepit. I'm not sick. I just, uh, I'm just on my feet eight, nine, ten hours a day selling cars, walking up and down an asphalt parking lot, and my back hurts. There's got to be another way. There's got to be another way. And that was it. I quit. I, I, I walked out. I, just, I, put the, I quit circling smiley faces or frowny faces, trying to pretend it hurt more than it did. Or, you know, so they wouldn't mess up my prescription. Or God forbid, you know, you're always like, oh, you know, I, I, need, I need them to think it works enough, but I don't want them to think that it's not working. Uh, what do I do? You know, it's like, oh, it's seven, <laughs> six, seven, eight. I don't want to be like 10. I don't want to be like it's under five. It's ridiculous. It's just a pill mill is what these a lot of these pain management clinics were doing. And um, that was actually prior to Trump taking office and, and kind of starting the war on opioids when I had quit. But I sat back there and watched when Trump decided to go at war with the opioids and make it impossible for doctors to get them, to write them, for the ones that actually had legitimate patients in need. I was like, there's going to be a, there's going to be a, unintended, a law of unintended consequences is going to come into play here. And that's exactly what's happened with fentanyl. And I'm getting a little off subject. If we're just strictly talking about Oxycontin and what Oxycontin did to so many people, who who do I think is at, at, at fault? I, I think it's equal. I think the government played a big hand in it. The FDA. Because of the one guy that they couldn't get around, they finally just gave a job to. I think Purdue Pharma, obviously. And I believe the doctors. I don't think I, the, 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 the girls or the salespeople that work for Purdue, they were just doing their job. I, 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 the selling, the making money, it is what it is. I try not to hold them in, a, hold them in contempt. The woman, uh, I can't forget her name, black lady, that kind of busted this whole thing open, she, she started doing it because her brother had been arrested for being a crack dealer and was spending the rest of his life in prison. And how she pieced this whole thing together was looking at the surging deaths, the crime, and all of these things. And she was able to piece this puzzle together that in these areas, it looked just like the exact rise in crime and murder and deaths and overdoses when crack cocaine hit the streets. And she was able to tie the two together and make a big enough fuss, but they still weren't breaking the law, so they couldn't do anything. But apparently the Purdue Pharma guys 
got subpoenaed by Congress or Senate or one of them to testify, and they lied about how soon they actually knew that it was causing addiction and deaths. They they claimed it was a certain date released up in, I want to say, uh, Delaware, Massachusetts, anyway, somewhere. And it, they ended up with records showing that they knew long before that. So they got them, the way this whole thing kicked wide open is, they got them for lying to Congress. So, word to the wise, you ever get subpoenaed, don't lie. <laughs> don't lie. It costs you a lot of money. All right, let's shift gears. Let's shift gears, and we're going to take a break real quick, come back. We've got a few more topics I want to hit today. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 103.9 FM, WYAB. I hope you enjoyed this clip of today's Clay Edwards Show. You can tune in live every Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 a.m. on 103.9 FM, WYAB in Central Mississippi. You can stream it worldwide and live at WYAB.com, the TuneIn app, or Alexa. Just search WYAB, and of course... You're listening now on a podcast, so you can just hit subscribe where you're at. We update daily right here on the Clay Edwards Show. And check out all things Clay Edwards at clayedwardsshow.com for shirts and more. Peace.